everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Destine, your co-host of this show. Today we are here with Marlon Medina, the founder and CMO at Golden Medina Services. How are you, Marlon? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. Yay, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it? So my agency at GMS, what we do is we create social media content and marketing strategy. And the beauty about what we do started five years ago. We actually had our anniversary on October 27th. So oh. years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> and so to answer your question, the way that we actually started was through me becoming an intern for a mortgage company that needed someone to do their marketing. So flashback to that period of time and they were looking for someone to take things over. And I was that young kid, I was 20 years old. I was actually 19 at the time they hired me and I had that initiative and I said, you know what, this is awesome. I love what I'm doing here. I feel that I'm making an impact. And then I felt that I reached my peak point, at least the peak peak point where they were willing to pay me and then they're like well hey guess what you're still young we can't pay you this much and I'm like well I think I can do this on my own (laughs) and then here we are amazing wow so you said five years or seven years five years so five years that's amazing and then uh you know seven years since I first made that journey of of working in that mortgage company um to get to where I am what would you say you've learned? I mean, just about work, how long did you work at that company? And what would you say you've learned to just carry on to just being an agency owner now? Yeah, you know, I think the environment uh, was such a different thing uh, to where obviously you're working for a corporation. This was a nationwide corporation. And so the way that the, the process and procedure works is obviously it's a lot cleaner because it's an established company, but it's also so rigid to where you don't necessarily have that creative freedom that you as an agency owner need. Um, And so I think what I learned uh, from working in my time there is that there's so much value in having a clean process, but you can't let it murky up what you're trying to do, which is your end objective. How do I get more clients, more reach, Mm -hmm. more recognition, um, you know, for for our customers, for our clients? Yeah. Can you expand more on what you mean by so much value in the clean process? Yeah. You know, um, having uh, strong SOPs, um, having a strong uh, team that understands how to delegate, understanding your own role within the organization. You know, are you an active CMO or are you a passive CMO? Um, I'm very much on the active side. I will do anything within my agency. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, you know, whether it's um, someone that needs help with writing the copy or they don't like the way a design looks or, you know, I have to give a live consultation on the fly. Like I'm there. This is my baby. <laughs> yeah, that's so important just to be over, just to be involved, really. It shows that you care. You know, for those who may not know, can you just expand on what a strong S? OP is and a CMO. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sales operating process. So we want to make sure that everything we do or uh, service operating process, we want to make sure that everything that we do um, is very neat and organized. Basically, if you were to build a bed, 
out of scraps, you would need instructions, highly detailed instructions. And these are gonna be your highly detailed instructions for how your business operates, how you service that client. Um, mm. So that's an SOP and it's so important because even though you, you can be such a creative mind, at the end of the day, if you don't have the process in place, you're gonna let people down on expectations. Life happens. And if you make promises that you can't guarantee, then you're not gonna be as happy as you should. Um, and to, so answer the question for CMO is chief marketing officer. Kind of sounds like an intimidating title, but hey, it's just part of the function, right? I'm the head of marketing, so that's what you call me, but I go by many titles. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Can you, um, just to walk us through the other titles that you go by and also why do you go by these titles as well? <laughs> yes, um, okay, so for some clients, I'm the social media guy, that marketing guy, the guy that does some things online, you know, it's it's very ambiguous in the fact that a lot of clients don't really have a solid understanding um, to what marketing is in the modern age. Um, mm. And so it's our job to educate them um, and help them understand that this is this is a high level thing. This is on par with your sales. If you don't have your marketing, your sales is not happening. So no, it's not just social media guy, you know, there's so much strategy that's in line with there. I mean, we're talking directly with the C-suite or if you're an owner, we're talking directly with you. Mm, I see. You know, I love that you emphasize that we need marketing for sales. When did that hit you along your journey, you know, and bringing that, you know, belief and mindset to your agency, would you say? Yeah, you know, I think um, there is, there's such an underlying you know, desire for people to create sales. And of course, that's what you want because without sales, the organization crumbles. Um, but the way that you go about executing sales could be far more effective with your marketing. You know, there's, there's really um, industry tactics that worked 20 years ago in sales that are fantastic. And maybe some of them still work today, but with really good marketing, you can make that so much more effective. You can make that 10 times more effective, 20 times, 100 times, um, and so forth. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, you know, I think it's just, it speaks to a deeper level of understanding for marketing and with social media and just the tech rapidly evolving. Would you say that the beginning of your journey as an agency owner has changed compared to today? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, when I was starting my agency, it, it's funny because it feels almost dated for me to say it, but, you know, TikTok wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. um, it was towards kind of the peak end of Facebook. Instagram was really the hottest thing in that moment. You know, this is like 2017. Um, and so there's the way that we would manage traditional marketing and advertising then is just so different now. But I love how different it is because it's it's so much more um, lax when it comes to the creatives. Mm. You have multi-million, even billion-dollar companies that are investing in user-generated content, basically mm. brand ambassadors, actual customers to make those commercials and broadcast them live. You yeah. no longer need to have a twenty, thirty, or fifty thousand dollars single commercial. It's so much more effective which allows us to have a lot more fun with the marketing. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Would you say that your team enjoys just a, lot, a little bit more flexibility within just the creative process, you would say? 
oh, totally. I mean, it's a blast coming into the office every day and just bouncing off of people's ideas. And I think, you know, before the beginning of the agency, it's like, these are like these wacky ideas, but they'll never happen because like there's, you know, the brand structure will just look too goofy or whatnot. Like, hey, mm -hmm. adding this kind of filter, like this is ridiculous, right? But it's 2022 mm -hmm. now. Like TikTok's been around for a while. Um, you know, yeah. YouTube Shorts uh, has been around. You know, Instagram Reels have been around. So the way that the creatives that were not acceptable before are acceptable now is just so much fun. You have so much free reign. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, what wasn't accept acceptable back then is like now embrace. That's so amazing. I'm sure for many clients, just to transition, who are your clients or how do you get them? Is it inbound, outbound, referrals, ads, social media? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a lot. Um, I would say, you know, being in the industry five years, uh, being based here in Las Vegas, um, a lot of people think of Vegas as this big old grand city. Um, it's really not. It's, it's such a tight community. You know, if you go to your events and you socialize, um, even me, that's not super social, you run into the same people. You run into the industry very often. Um, so for mm -hmm. us, we service uh, law firms. Uh, we also service the real estate industry. Um, so those are two big players here in Las Vegas. Uh, so we come across them through uh, referrals, live events, and of course, social media. We reach new audiences mm -hmm. every, every month, um, and that's what's required you have to reach thousands and thousands of new people online to stay competitive. To stay competitive. Yeah, that's a huge one, I think. What live events are you speaking of? Can you expand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we like to go to mixers um, to meet industry professionals. You know, for example, mm -hmm. we just had um, a great event to where uh, Steve Demopoulos, he's a, an awesome lawyer here. He has some pretty sick commercials. But anyways, he did an event. It was law meets real estate so you had the top law firms the top real estate firms those being our bread and butter industries obviously we had to go to that event we had to touch bases with everyone and let them know who we are because even if they've seen your profile online they may not have a solid picture of who you are who your values are um, and i think if you can cut the corner and get in front of them and meet them face to face on site Go ahead and use that, right? That's part of the old tried and true sales methods. We still incorporate yeah. those, but we just have to make sure that social media is alive. Otherwise, getting one or two meetings on, on in person on site just doesn't cut it. Yeah, that's so important to emphasize. Can you, I heard you mentioned values. What would you say your agency's values are? Yeah, you know, I think our values are integrity to the client. Um and what the client, you know, we, it's almost like when we start a relationship with a client, um, we adopt their, you know, their morals to their customers and their values and their promises um, because marketing is just so intertwined. You know, we, we are caring for and we're nurturing their brand. So yeah. if they stand for truth, we stand for truth, right? If the client says, hey, our number one priority is to make sure that our clients feel happy and they do that in person, we think to ourselves, okay, how can I make these digital visitors, these people that follow them on Instagram or TikTok, how can I give them that same type of environment that, yeah. that they have in person? Because at the end of the day, we're just mimicking what they're already doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love that you mentioned nurturing their brand. Would you say it just becomes very personal when you're working one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting with clients? 
yeah, you know, I think it gets really intimate. Um, and that's the fun part. And it's, it feels so rewarding um, when you have a client who maybe initially during the discovery phase wasn't too excited about marketing because they thought, hey, this is just another expense. This is just something that, you know, I have to write off somehow in order to make it happen. Um, but once you start to really break down what their company is about, understand what their origin story is, they mm -hmm. get so emotional about it. And that's where Aww. their creativity flows. You find that even the clients that always say, I'm not creative, help me, I'm not creative. Yes, you are. I'm going to pry that creativity out of you because we need that to make your marketing feel authentic to you. Yes, I love that. We're all creative. That's so huge. And totally. I love that. I love that you mentioned origin story that, you know, it just, it's just about what makes them them, right? What would you say your agency's expertise is? Hmm. You know, I'd say our expertise is getting you in front of people in a professional way. There's plenty of ways to get in front of people now. You know, you can do your lives, you can do this, you can do that. You can just use your handheld phone, which is great for a lot of circumstances. Um, but if you don't know what you're saying and how to say it, then you just kind of kill the vibe there. You kill the mood. Um, yeah. So we make sure that whenever you're on camera, you know, what you want to execute, what you want to say out there is, is projected in the best way possible. You know, we help in the script writing, we help in the lighting. Yeah. We help in all of these little things that may seem insignificant, but when you place them in front of the camera, it makes yeah. such a big difference. It's the difference between making a business look like a sleazy shark and a caring, loving, nurturing business, which they want to be in that they already are. Mm, that's huge. You said sleazy shark. It's funny. Yes. What would you, <laughs> what like, can you expand on maybe in the beginning stages, what was it something that you noticed while working or just starting up that you didn't want to do in terms of the sleazy shark reference? Like, did you see something and you're like, okay, I don't want to be that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think, um, and with anything in the industries nowadays, right, there's, there's so much wealth of knowledge online. You got to make sure which is actually true and which is just people rambling on. Um, and marketing is no different. You know, there's so many different segues and courses yeah. and things like that. You can fall down the rabbit hole very easily um, yeah. as an agent owner and then also as a business owner that is trying to do their own marketing. Um, so I think one of the things early on that we wanted to be is we wanted to be people that projected truth um, and absolute and objective truth. You know, um, it's one thing for me to get you excited about the brand. It's another thing for me to provide you with a clear cut process on how you can make your brand successful. And I think that's mm -hmm. what I really focus in on is how do I make this successful? I'm not really interested. I'm, you know, I wanna hype you up. I wanna make you feel excited about your business, but that's not my objective. You mm -hmm. should be excited about your business already. I'm not here as your motivational coach. I'm here to consult you and advise you in your marketing in the best way possible. Yeah, that's huge. That's a really big distinction. You know, would you say that you're helping them just in terms of bringing more success. Would you say that it's online systems that you're helping with strategy? Like what else would it be? Can you walk us through that? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's very psychological as well. Um, you know, in, in not so much, you know, technical strategy either, but it's it's almost like this mind shift, right? Where you get the client in a position now where they are open to having just a conversation as we're having right now, they're open to having that 
in their marketing. Mm. It's so direct to where, yes, we have scripts, you know, and we have screenplays and all of this, but it doesn't yeah. feel manufactured. It feels natural. What I'm telling you is just guidance on how you should communicate and how you already communicate on site. So I think that's just, it's just such a critical point when the client realizes, hey, I'm not just advising you on how to do the best of your marketing on a technical sense, but also, you know, empathetically, you know, how should you portray yourself? How does your body language look online? Mm -hmm. Maybe you think, hey, this looks really cool online. And then I'll break it down to you and be like, hey, honestly, this looks like you're shy or like you lack confidence online. These little trigger points are so psychological, but it just makes the world of difference. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, so often I hear agency owners speaking of systems and, okay, processes, this is what we're going to do just in terms yeah. of metrics and things like that. But not often we hear just, I think, cultivating interpersonal skills. Did yes, you say? so yeah. important. Absolutely. You nailed it right on the head. <laughs> yeah what would also what would you say that you're currently learning to just level up your agency right now I love that question because I just finished a call leveling up my marketing um, oh, wow. so I am currently in a group of other CMOs from around the nation in the United States um, and what we're doing is we are fine-tuning ourselves you know I'm consulting with some of the other well-respected CMOs um, and we're looking at the current trends you know, what is going on? What is uh, social media's trajectory in the next three months, six months, maybe three years? We can't predict the three years, but we can certainly predict what's going on in the next 90 days at least. Yeah. Um, that's what we're doing to level up because our clients have that expectation of us. They come yeah. to us and we're their source of knowledge for marketing. Um, so we hold ourselves accountable. I hold myself accountable. I make sure that I attend and listen to other CMOs and get the best knowledge. Yeah, I love that. You said fine tuning as well. I think that's great. Would you say that you're just a person who's constantly learning to just level up your agency, would you say? That's, that's what it has to be at the end of the day. And I push my team to do it too. So no one gets a free pass, no one gets a hall pass, you know, whether you are a copywriter or a graphic designer or a photographer, you know, I, I encourage all my team members, hey, this is a wealth of knowledge because I know that everyone has their own goals and dreams and aspirations. And maybe it's not working for GMS. Maybe it's not my agency. Maybe they want to start their own. Um, and so for us, it's like it's a free rite of passage. Anyone has the ability to learn what I'm currently learning and make it their own. There is no, you know, veils of knowledge. We're completely open here. Yeah. That's, that's so important. You know, how many people are, are on your team? And when did you get to a point where you're like, okay, I need a team. This is where I'm growing and expanding. <laughs> I fought that really hard. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> the first few years, I was just like, you know what? I got this. I got this. I got this. And then I'm like, I don't got this. <laughs> you know, I did to a degree to where I was working myself basically to death. I was like a living zombie. Um, and then I realized like, hey, there's so much value in the team. I think the toughest part was just trying to let go, you know, of something that is just so intimate to you. And you're like, man, what if someone messes it up? Right. But that yeah. was the reality because the mentality should have been, what if they make it so much better? Yeah. And I think what's been happening. We're a small team under 10 people, but mm -hmm. it's just enough intimacy where we 
each get our own roles and we each get to play that effectively. You know, I'm not the micromanager here. These people are professionals. You know, there are team members that are better than me in specific ways and we all outweigh each other in some kind of manner. And I think that's how a team should be. I don't yeah. want to be the one that's like so much better than anyone in every single field. You know, I look to them and I learn from my team just as much as I hope they learn from me. Yeah, that's so important. I hear this also often, just agency owners getting to a point of working so and so hours a week and like, okay, something needs to change. You know, what what would you say? I'm glad that you're able to implement that and and really just have a successful team. What would you say? Or would you say that just bringing on a team really brought you to more consistent revenue within the, within the couple of years? Yeah, you know, I, I would totally say that, you know, I think um, the vetting process is really important mm-hmm. um, and just how, you know, maybe the best partnerships aren't made or, you know, best sometimes marriages don't work out. Right. You know, in that same sense. Right. Sometimes employee relationships don't work out mm-hmm. uh, initially. And so I think having our vetting process be super fine tuned and just saying, hey, this is exactly what we want. You know, um, mm-hmm. if it doesn't align with what you want, hey guess what? There's plenty of other wonderful agencies that would love to have you, but we're looking for something very specific. We need someone to be really dynamic and like be ready to absorb everything it is that we do because we're a pretty unique agency. So I think once we found the right team members that were just willing to vibe and to strive with us, right? Because it's a consistent strive. Um, You can't feel too comfortable. You know, you Mm. can enjoy what you do but you have to keep innovating because marketing is not something that's stagnant it's always moving you always got to keep learning um so we have a really great team which i'm so grateful for and they're all learners which i just Mm. so that's so amazing and to say that they're learners it's a great it's a great thing i love that you mentioned just you know, with marketing, it's always changing. Yeah, it requires a lot of flexibility. (laughs) What would you say that just over the years, did you expect to get into this field? Or I know that you were an intern before, but like, is this something that you imagined you'd be doing eight years ago, would you say? Oh, man, no, not at all. Um, Just the way that life throws these little, you know, balls of joy your way. And you're like, wow, like, I really found satisfaction. I found joy in that. Um, to even backtrack even further, I wanted to be an illustrator. That's what I was going to college for. So I had this design background. Um, obviously, being in Vegas, some of the first jobs that you get are in hospitality. So I had the learnings of hospitality, and then I had the learnings of, you know, being artistic. Yeah. And then I made a creative agency, which kind of involves a lot of those two elements to make it yeah. function. So it's like I did do something that was totally different than what I expected, but I utilize the elements from my past so heavily. Mm, that's so important. You know, that comes that comes with a lot of reflection, I would say, just realizing where you were and where you can go and just being open, you know? Perfect. What would you say? <laughs> what would you say you are currently most proud of right now in your journey? You know, I'm, I'm currently most proud of, of, of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, We've done a lot of hard work in our team on the back end in, you know, obviously making our clients successful. Um, but now it's time to do things on a next and a new tier. 
And I feel like I have to like put a zipper over my mouth because I don't want to say too much. Um, but, you know, we are working really hard uh, to make marketing ready for the next phase. Um, mm. You know, Web3 is, is a real thing. You know, Web3 is just going to change the way that social media communities work. Mm. Um, it's not the conventional huge Facebook conglomerate. There's a lot more intimacy and these web three you know social groups if you can even mm -hmm. call them social media so that's the next phase about what we're doing i'm so proud of you know my team for being so willing to learn and to jump into this next phase because um, it's the future yeah that's amazing can you expand more on web three and just what you can expect from it absolutely um mm -hmm. so you know the way that um online presence has worked, you know, has worked is, is currently in three tiers. So you have your web one, which is, you know, your old school internet browser. And the only aspect of marketing that you had there was, you know, maybe placing a little banner um, in the search element and that's it. Web two was all about social media, all about how can you, you know, post your own content uh, within these platforms. Web three is about monetizing every element that you have about yourself, about your brand. Um, mm. Such an abstract concept, but it's like, how can we market your business now in this Web3, in this metaverse, all these crypto, all these different terminologies, yeah. all these points that people understand, but they don't have a clear picture of. Um, that's our next goal, is how can we paint that clear picture and get businesses inside Web3 and making money and monetizing and being on Web3. Because this is like the time like when email was created. This is how big it is. This is the new phase of creation. Yeah. So how can we prepare for that and make sure that every single one of our clients that have been with us in this journey can reap the benefits of it? Wow. Yeah. Thank you for breaking that down. Are your clients... Are they, they're all on social media, right? So they're like, they're, what they're trying to do is all through social media. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I see. Yeah. So just in the preparing for that, would you say that you've learned a lot more about just the different phases of technology with working with different types of clients on social media? Absolutely. You know, I think um, understanding that, social media as as we currently view it will not last forever has definitely mm. changed my perspective because now it's about providing so much value for your client that they can understand that no matter where the journey goes you know whether there's a new social media giant or we perceive social media in a totally different way that yeah. we are your same experts as yesterday present yeah. and future you know we're here to navigate you through the whole journey so it can sound overwhelming, but we got you. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I mean, it's changing every day, but that's the exciting part about it, I would say. And I'm sure that your clients are really appreciative of you just being able to just hop on board and kind of gauge the next chapter of where it can be, where it can go. <laughs> exactly. And the most important part is that they're able to convey their story in whatever mm -hmm. platforms they're in. And that is their selling point. If you can connect with someone heart to heart, doesn't matter what platform it is, doesn't matter if it's in person, if your marketing is set up right to a degree where you get someone excited about your business, then we have done our job. And that's really as simple as it can be. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, on the flip side of this question, what would you say is your biggest rock to move on your journey to seven figures? Ooh, I love this question. I think our biggest rock to move is to really shift how we are currently valuing, you know, monetization on social Mm -hmm. media. Um, That is such a big selling point nowadays um, for brands and businesses is, hey, you have this opportunity to get a return on your marketing through being monetized Mm. and it nets out and it zeroes out your marketing expenses if you do it right. So now it's like, how can we move our clients, which we've already had a handful of them transition and to be monetized, how can you be monetized on as many platforms as possible so that you don't have to spend a dime on your marketing? It pays for itself. And it's a hurdle, but it is an exciting hurdle because once you master that, your clients are going to love you. And so that's what we're aiming for. Wow, that's amazing. Would you say that that's like retainer based, like how they can monetize without spending a dime. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what social media platforms are doing right now is they're getting hyper competitive. Mm-hmm. YouTube fighting against Instagram, fighting against TikTok. And so um, about a year and a half, almost two years ago, these platforms started introducing paid out programs for their creators. And it has since been rolled out to their brands. So essentially, let's say if you are a business that posts very often on a certain platform and a certain platform were to pay you one grand to two grand per month on your content that you already paid for, for your marketing, okay, you're already cutting down two grand off your marketing costs right away. And let's say you get monetized on another platform and then another one. And eventually what happens is you are getting paid to create content and that payout from creating content balances out your marketing to where now on the net side, you're not spending anything on your marketing. And that's really. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's game changing, actually. (laughs) It's huge. And (laughs) because everyone wants to be an influencer to a degree. Um, But before it was just like, you know, a really small minority of groups now but now Mm. everyone has the brands have the potential to be these monetized influencers in their field yeah wow yeah that's huge just to transition what do you have any favorite agency scaling influencers or authors would you say just on this topic of influencers yeah you know i love to pick apart so many different people's brains i consume content. You know, I'm a consumer. As much as I'm a maker and producer of content, I consume it nonstop. Um, And funny enough, one of my favorite uh, kind of segues or or people that I look to for information uh, isn't even in the marketing industry, but I just love what he does with his marketing. Mm. And I'm just like, everyone in my my client niche should be doing this. Um, Mm. Shout out uh, Ryan Pineda. He is a real estate agent uh, and multi-business owner here in Las Vegas. And I just, I eat up his content. The way that his process works, the way that he distributes it out is just amazing. So I look to that and I'm like, all right, we're a marketing agency. Let's nail this. Let's get this right. Um, Because there's someone that's not even in the marketing industry that's nailing this right now. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing. I'm certain listeners will appreciate that. And just hearing your perspective on your agency and your story as well. 
you know, just a transition, do you have any last advice for agency owners or your peers listening to this? You know, I think my advice to my fellow CMOs, uh, my fellow uh, agency owners is to never lose your curiosity. You have to keep a sense of curiosity. You know, you have two options. You can either look at the transitions and the shifts in paid advertising and say, man, paid advertising is getting more expensive. You know, my clients are dropping off and, and be very negative about it. Or you can flip that and say, hey, there's a new opportunity for you to recreate and reinvent your marketing profession, your marketing uh, team as something that is built for the future and that's sustainable. So yeah. be positive about it. Yeah. It's always a shift in perspective that's so huge. Has being curious and just being positive really just helped you along alongside your journey, would you say, over the years? Yeah, absolutely. Staying curious is the difference between working and having passion and having, you know, fun in what you do. Of course, what we do in the agency, you know, we treat it as work because there's responsibility associated with it but you want it to be so fulfilling that you're having fun along the way. And I think being creative allows you to have fun along the way. Absolutely. You know, I just really enjoyed this conversation. It's been very, just insightful, I would say. And just to give you the last question, how can people get in contact with you and just connect more deeply with you? Absolutely. Um, so you can get in contact with me by going to thegoldenmedina.com. You can also find my company, Golden Medina Services, uh, with the handle at Golden Medina Services across all social media. Awesome. Thank you so much for today. And yeah, have a good rest of your day. You too as well. It's been a pleasure, Justine. Have a great one.